smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down. Welcome to Grow Talk. Today we are going to talk about growing fine cannabis in your gardens inside and out, as well as lighting new LED technology. Now, I was just trying to chill it out a little bit. See, I, I'm trying to perfect my NPR voice if you haven't listened to the last Wake and Make, um, but we can't do that. We can't do that. Unlistenable, Scotty. We've got to have the ump in here. Today's Grow Talk, we're learning about growing the dank. Grower questions from dudegrows.com. DDC Peduce is helping out as well. And Scotty with the weed lungs on the shirt. I'll give that a top. That's one of the sh- my favorite ones you got there. I Two of like my it. favorite. Yeah. Can't wear it out though, you know. Yeah. I have a whole rotation thing. You know where they you go. You won't wear that out? No, no. I say you can't wear it out. Like it, uh, it, it's a saying they say in America. It means like wear it too much and then it gets faded. That you'll go to the grocery store with it and stuff, whatnot. Like no way. Conversation man. starter. No way, man. These are show shirts, all right? They don't leave the studio, bro. They don't leave hair and makeup. Are you like my wife where she'd be like, you know, you need to take that shirt off before we go out. (laughs) No. Depending on what we're doing, depending on what the shirt says. Um, But today, let me give you a rundown. Uh, In Grower Quote, first off, Dank Nug, we got, it's just titled Multiple by Herbal Santa, because I think Herbal Santa harvested about eight strains out of one tent, which I love the variety. And it's got pictures of all of them. And then we're going to get into a little grow talk. Continue, as always, lighting is one of the uh, biggest conversation starters in indoor growing because we need some good lighting. So we got LED versus HID question hosted by a fish ganja guy. What's going on? Um, autos. And the next question is autos and posted harvest time, meaning even we could talk about photos in this conversation. When you're getting a pack of seeds, everyone, not all of them do, suggested harvest times, let's say, oh, day 65 to 70, 70 right. to 85. Is this a 90-day strain? Um, so let's talk about that. And then CO2 during flush, posted by Bud Grower 10. Enriching your grow environment with CO2 when you are entering senescence, as I'm learning with DGC. I used to never use that word because I didn't know really too much about what it meant. So Jaron like taught it. me that word. Yes, he did. So the, the ending senescence, the, 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 the final process of a plant's life, the ending of it's like the plant knows. Basically, it's doing things because it knows its life's coming to an end. Isn't it fun that we can learn stuff while smoking a joint from Jaron or from somebody cool? As opposed back in the day, pre-internet days, you had to fucking learn that from a school or a book. Neither of those are cool, man. shut up get me started um before we hop into the show i want to talk to you about ddc cups coming up july 30th you guys get your tickets they're hot fort collins colorado Uh, it's a saturday it's gonna be from like i think noon to like seven or eight at night we're having a long spell of hanging out here uh we're gonna have so far we have i think at least 15 different strains entered in yo Noon to eight at night? Did I approve? There's no way I can stay conscious smoking that amount of weed for that amount of hours, bro. It's something like that. DDCCup.com has some info on it for you as well. And that site is evolving every day, thanks to Banner. Um, but it's going to be a great hangout if you're unaware of the event. We judge. Everybody that comes, you're judged. You get one-hitters. You get to go around five different tasting stations. Bud tenders say, I want to try number 23. I want to try number four. And then you get to vote with your voting tokens. Everybody gets to judge and vote. Uh, who has the best weed first, second, third, and we're going to have a sick, we're getting together the grower packages as well as I think Scotty did, uh, you did belts. You like to have professional wrestler belt when you did your seven ten concentration cup. 
Hey, Rick I like is a personal is, hero. Okay. <laughs> since this is DGC cup, um, I think we're going to go with like the gold cup and then like we could fill it with some nug. Like part of part, maybe that's part of the prize. Like DGC Gold Cup filled with kind bud. I like that. Man. Like it? that's pretty cool. And you can drink out of it and stuff. You can drink a weed infused beverage out of it. Whoa. Yes. <laughs> Which also, you DGC producers, don't forget you get twenty five percent off your tickets uh, if you want to become a DGC producer and get that deal. Dudegrows forward slash support along with all the other benefits the producers are liking. Uh, the, the 420 happy hour, the hookups we're doing with free seeds every week on that on Discord, as well as the giveaways we do for all the producers on Patreon. If you guys don't know how that works, when you're logged into Patreon, check all, be checking those recent posts. The Rolling Stoner communicates through those recent posts. I do sometimes. You put the giveaways there monthly. You find the giveaway, you comment on it, and you're entered to win. It's an arrow mixer this month. Bad ass machine, dual purpose, res maintainer, or compost brewer um, that comes with not just this four growers, by growers out of Oregon, but also comes with um, a cycle stat. And so you, you don't want your pump and shit running all the time in your res. So super cool functionality, aeromixer.com if you guys want to check out their products. Uh, free seeds, some seeds here now. And I can't remember everything else, guys. Dogrows.com forward slash support. Check it out. Hey, dude, all do right. you mind if I Let's just get- take this opportunity to give Guru a salute? <laughs> i don't know yeah. what that's about but i like it man i'm giving the guru salute from now on uh, all right first uh dank nug here from herbal santa multiple I dude didn't good, salute good. i don't know i don't think i salute, <laughs> I don't, I don't salute uh you're more of a uh, i don't know i'm just thinking of when you shook ronald reagan's hand that's all i can think about now and the young police cadet dude <laughs> memes are coming all right herbal santa says chop day we cut down our eight plants and move them into curing tent strains included seats taken from best coast that's a hookup uh for free seats from the for the dgc yeah, right celestial so yeah i'm just trying to be the color commentator right on that's cool. great that's stuff right sir celestial celestial i got that right Celestial, come on, anybody? Celestial, celestial seasonings. All right, that's the tea place in Boulder. I'll go Give with fucking stars, tremors. All right, celestial tremors from Katsu Bluebird and French Macron. Macron, Macron. No, Macron has. Also. Dude, these guys. This is exotic, man. Whoa, Macron. Okay, we'll go with French Macron and citrus. Nice. Gervais from TH Seeds, two cuts of Orange Blossom Special from Greenpoint Seeds, and lastly, a tasty clone called Pine Saw. <laughs> Sweet. See, that's the one I need to smell. I'm like, wow, that's piney. Good looking pictures. The Pine Saw, um, Pine Saw Unknown clone looks like a horrendous growth habitat that that thing does to you. <laughs> like, it's super lanky, like almost land race looky. Oh my um, God. But- <laughs> yeah. I do dig the grow style here, grown in five gallon fabric pots, cocoa perlite in a 70 30 ratio, five by five tent under a science, S Y N E C E LED raging cush, um, CO2 throughout the grow, and Jack's 321, which is his meat and potatoes there, and Tribus once a week with recharge. All right. Nice. It's like success to me, my friend. All right, on Herbal Santa. A little about the author here. This is pretty dope. Retired, disabled. Don't move good enough to do much in the garden, but I'm lucky enough to have my two youngest boys, 28 and 33, 
doing the physical work for growing. Running in a five by five with the Raging Kush LED. I love it. <laughs> they named their LED Raging Kush. I like my Kush Raging. X321 and Recharge. I've been using cannabis for 45 years and have grown indoor and outdoor greenhouses. Stopped for a few years when one of the boys had some legal issues, but recently purchased a tent and LED, and I'm getting going. Love it, man. Good to hear Herbal Santa. Nice, nice hat there. I like, the I like it. Is that the DDC boot? I think that's the DDC booty hat. It says retired, disabled, look quite a lot like Santa. Don't, no, sorry. It might have to say, <laughs> you know, his, his name is Herbal Santa. All right. It's not like he doesn't know, but shout out to you, brother. And thank you for, uh, yeah. Thank you for everything around Christmas time, man. Herbal Santa, very generous. <laughs> all right. Question number one here. LED versus HID by Fish Conja Guy. So this will go back to some, um, Got to call it basics, but if you're still wanting to know, there's plenty of HID grows out there. What are the differences between in the growth habits that you should have in your room or grow environment you should have in your room? And I, Scotty, you cannot say um, DLI or PPFD. This quiet grow question. Somebody was nice enough to write in and explain DLI to me. All right, it was just pretty damn cool. Uh, no, but this is. I can I say UV. Because ultraviolet radiation, UV makes a big difference in how you know height or how uh, hot you can run your room. Let's talk about it. it. Says, how's it going, DDC, dude, Scotty, and Guru? I hope everyone's doing well and kicking ass. I have a question for Guru that I'm hoping he can clarify for me and a friend. I'll take me this one. Guru. Chime in, else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking with a buddy, the breeder of tarantula genetics, about the benefits of LED. HID and caught myself wondering if I was off on some of the points I was trying to make. Point number one, if you're running 1,000 watts LED, you need the same East AC you would need for HID, question mark. No, you would not. Uh, if you're yes, running 1,000 yes, watts yes, HID. Yes, you would. 1,000 watts is 1,000 watts in a sealed room, 3.41 BTUs per watt. Okay. So in a, you would but, have, but right, hold well, on. The, the trade-off here is that for the same amount of light with a better spectrum – um, the same amount of energy. No, 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 no. No, I'm sorry. I'm making a different point. Okay. With the same, but this is leaving out the fact that with the same amount of light, you can use 650 watts instead of that thousand watts and have a better spectrum. So, like, yes, a watt is a watt, but with LED, you can use less watts. So, it, it I don't has know a, why. A significant advantage. Um, in the comments, Maestro, shout out. You can have a great comment, but he mentions also that iHordalux. Hordalux is a brand been in the game forever with the hid bulbs i always recommended them they were a great horticulture grade bulb that did do better yo uh they were a sponsor for a while and we tried to do our best we were like change your bulbs these are great bulbs but leds came around and it was so hard not to just be a fanboy for the leds and uh, remember the was it the ceo of president of horlux <laughs> You know, like us that much. He turned it on during the uh, during a meeting and was like, "Hey, check this new podcast out." And we're like, "Fucking a LEDs are cool, man. You don't have to change your bulbs anymore. But LEDs are cool." But there's there's still a ton of HID fixtures out there. Um, and if Absolutely. you are running on looks, is a great bulb. But regardless, they have a calculator, so they because they're in the LED game a little bit too, I believe now. But um, on their site. And Guru, I don't know why they're so you put in I have 600 watts of which light, HID or LED, how many you have, and then it gives you suggested BTUs you'll need in cooling capacity. So when I put Hang in on. 600 watts of HID, 
and then 600 watts of LED, it was 200 BTUs less for LED. And I kind of made my head scratch too, because I always thought, you know, heat is watt for watt, don't matter where it's coming from my dehumidifier, if it's coming from whatever equipment in the room that creates power, creates heat. Are you trying to run the room at ideal conditions? And are those ideal conditions 82 degrees or 79 degrees? You can run, and I don't know if there's a, there's a several degree or a couple degree differential of when there's no ultraviolet, when there's no UV hitting the plants. Uh, no, it's Help close. Me. Come on. Close. Come on. When there's no infrared. So like, in, in, infrared, so infrared is a little man. bit different. And HID lights have infrared and like, yes, the 3.41 BTUs per watt, that is assuming a completely sealed environment. Um, uh, the infrared from HID lights, infrared heats things, not not Thank uh, you. Like that's where air. I was going. Damn um, it. So it's it's heating up things in the room that that heat will dissipate. If you give it enough time and it is truly a sealed environment, then like no, that 200 BTU difference isn't there. Um, just take into account that the heat is put out into the room from an HID light and an LED light in different ways. Um, but but no, it, it still rings true that. Uh, a watt is a watt, regardless of what type of light it's making, a watt of energy is being used to do that. And that has a certain amount of heat associated with it. And that, hey, just to reiterate one more time, it's very easy to calculate watts. It's watts times 3.5, and that's your BTUs. And every 12,000 BTUs is a ton of air conditioning. So when you're looking for- 3.41. But- yeah, you know what I mean, man. <laughs> you're not going to account for your fans and all that bullshit. You'll forget something. Might as well make it 3.5. So question number two, can you use less wattage of an LED versus HID and get the same weight and canopy penetration? I mean, yes. yeah, we always, so can you use less wattage of LED and get the same canopy, I mean, penetration 100%. I'm saying, and I still stand by 600 watts of LED replaces 1,000 watts of HID. Weight that I see coming off of 600 watt stand, like, I'm not going to say standard, but Two pounds plus. Granted, not everybody's going to get that. Some people can get even three pounds. I'm seeing off these 600 R specs in a cross configure configuration. They have eight of them hung up or six. Right. Of them, so they're getting some cross right. light and shit for sure. Um, penetration guru HID versus LED with canopy penetration. There's no issue there at all. I mean, even more zero. Zero. Honestly, better penetration with the LEDs because it's not a single point source of light. They're spread out over the canopy and. Uh, it gets less of a shade of wind's response. What if I have an so Ocho like, hood? What if my uh, HID hood is um, like it's still that's cool? Light. There's still one <laughs> light bulb in the middle of it, and then it's going through a reflector, and it's then it's going through glass, and then like yeah, just honestly, in today's day and age, it's 2022. Get some solid state lighting, get some LEDs. There's a ton of places. Got to use some bare bulbs and verticals, didn't you? Where you just hang them in between a little bit with yeah. no, like you know what I mean. So you get uh, burnt with one of those, man. Ow. Yeah. Well, and then not only that, the oil from your skin, and then the explode. bulb explodes. Have you ever seen one of those bulbs yeah. explode? Yeah. I thought it was fun. Oh. I put it in a garbage bag, a contractor bag, and then chucked it and watched it explode. It shredded the fucking bag. That was... Uh, <laughs> at, yeah, it at, shredded it. Man. At the greenhouses at school, one of the ways you could fuck with someone was if they were changing bulbs. Go and rub your hands on the gloves that they were going to use on the front, so then they go and change it. And yeah, it would blow up. <laughs> shrapnel on their face. Yeah, it was fun. How dare you, sir? At last, last point here. I was explaining that LED. You have to have your VPD dialed in and have higher humidity. But he grows buds that are absolutely massive, picks attached, and he worries about bud rot with the increase in humidity. I hope you guys might be able to clear some of this up so I don't give inaccurate information. We can all learn a bit in public. Right on. That's what it's about, fish. Yeah, I mean. 
I had, when I started paying attention to VPD and the humidity it wanted me to be up at, you know, uh, upper 60s, 70% at times. And what right. I'd be like, damn, I, I was first taught that that's too high and that's going to potentially bring powdery mildew or bring bud rot. Right. But a lot of people don't realize too that the VPD and there's not just one VPD for flowering. It's It changes uh, through the course of it. And when there's giant buds like this, your VPD is coming down. Or, or I'm sorry, your VPD is going up. Um, so it's getting a more drier environment. So it's not... There shouldn't be any issue at all with running the proper VPD in this environment unless he already has like bud rot in the floating around in there. Or I, he's just not going to have any issue with it if he has a good garden and good IPM, a good cleanliness. I don't know. Good, uh, good times. I like that. Do we have any uh, comments on there? We should give a little a little look back to a maestro dropping the science right off the bat. You left a couple good links there. Just some articles about VPD and light styles, as well as that calculator from BTUs, if you want. Right. And Autism Dad 1212, what's up? And Birmingham Tarot, uh, thanks for hanging out. Again, okay, shout out to Fish Ganja Guy, man. One of our own and going for it. And actually, I picked this next question just to give him uh, okay. a, a little kudos. And I don't know, check it out, man. It's a comment, sir. Would you like to read the comment? Yeah. Sure. From Elite Clones customer, Vinman1 says, what's up, DDC? Thanks a bunch for the show. I was away for a week and it took me a while to get caught up, but I'm glad I did. Right on. Thanks for digging the show. Um, after hearing about Elite Clones on the show, I went ahead and made an order for some GMO cookies. I've been burned before with a knockoff website that got money out of me for weed. So I went into this with a bit of trepidation, but I just wanted to reach out and let you know that I went um, with getting a GMO clone from them after hearing about them on the show. The purchase through, was through Mesh, and for a couple of days later, my package arrived with a rooted clone inside. I just want to show nice. this clone. You ain't got to run. You ain't got to do uh, all of it, but just it's pretty long. But check out this clone, man. Uh, shout out to Fish Ganja guy doing good work there, man. I would be psyched as hell if I got a rooted clone like that that fucking looked like that, man. Um, very cool. Since she was in Rockwool with the following instructions to place in a small starter cup, some bot farm, ocean forest, and happy frog. And she's doing great after a few days in the shade of my other girls. Um, awesome, dude. That looks good. I uh, actually got a call. actually got a call for, uh, to see how the order went through to thank them and let me know that they usually ship out early during the week. So that's what we're about, man. We're definitely wanting to work people. I always say half, not every business applies with it, but man, I like to call people. I'm old school. People text me. I try to call them back and they don't answer. That pisses me off. I'm like, you're just texting me. But granted, they could be in a business meeting. I don't know. Never know what the person's doing while they're texting. You like but solid have customer state service technology. To be able to talk to people um, running the biz and whatnot. That's good. Glad to hear you got your GMO clone. Can you let us know how it grows out. And uh, check out, guys. Yeah, Elite, E-L-I-T-E-C-L-O-N-E-Z, Elite Clones with a Z.com. Uh, coupon code DUDE over there. I'll help you out. We're going to be giving away a clone, too. The Pancakes. With a clone. Z? Pancakes something. Pancakes. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. I'll get all the fish guns. We'll get it. We'll get it sorted Wait, out. You want to get sued by the pancake people, all right? Oh, I just scrolled down to the lower pictures that thing does look really healthy beautiful man Fresh. beautiful like i said i'm really rooting for you fish and tight work brother keep it up um ooh, i like jr jr token in the comments has a good one here because i've talked to him about this try king's mix by royal gold it's a great alternative to happy frog 
Happy Frog has some issues with their batches lately, some sprouting yellow fungus. But regardless, uh, uh, King or Royal Gold, friend of the show, um, their Kingsmith is pretty dope. You guys can probably get that at most hydro stores if you let them know. Nothing against Fox Farm. They get out, they get out there. Um, cool. Let's move on, dude. Or Scotty. I guess I'm dude. Dude, Scotty. Uh, question number two. Autos and posted harvest time. Deal. Uh, posted by Real B. What's up, Real B? So I've browsed your videos on YouTube, but I've recently started binging on your podcast. All right. I'm recently a relatively inexperienced grower with a few seasons of both autos and photos. Rarely do I rely on my seeds packaging description, but I wonder this. Is the seed to harvest timeline on autos from seed to harvest or the anticipated flower length? Okay, so interesting, meaning I guess autos, you don't, you could say, yeah. oh, they just started to flower the today when you see some pistols or they saying from when the thing pops out of the ground to, you know, chop. Wait, now I'm confused, man. The question again, I can then? explain here. I can explain it to you. So is a timeline for flowering. So you get a pack of autos and it says 65 days flowering time. Does that mean it's 65 days from when that thing just pops out of the ground to when it should be done? Or does that mean it's 65 days from when it starts flowering? Cause autos don't start flowering. It means you fucking look at the trichomes, man. It means it's going to be about 65 days and uh, about Start checking shit out. Well, and, yeah. and just the so this isn't standardized and every breeder will do this differently. So it's kind of hard to tell. Um, Especially most, autos. most of the time, most breeders will take the low end of the time range. Um, and put that on there because that helps sell packs better. Most people want a shorter flowering time to get more harvest in. Um, so yeah, it, it it's just one of those things where it depends on how the breeder is actually putting that information well, out there, and how accurate they're being, and how real. stable their genetics are too. In my experience with autoflowers, there's a lot of variability in it too, and it's not like there's just going to be one phenotype uh, and oh, all the exactly. seeds are, are consistent. You so take it, it with a grain of salt. You got to take it with a grain of salt. And I will say, most autoflower breeders that I see list seed to harvest time, not uh, estimated flowering time on the plant. No, he's saying that from, hard the time that it, from the time that it sprouts its dicot leaves, or you need to go from the time it actually sprouts its, its real leaves, or I think like it's, when do you start counting, when you it's plant time, it in the... time from uh, when you got cotyledons, when, when the cotyledons yeah. Okay, so when you get, as soon as it sprouts, man. So for real B, everything's going a bit longer, you know, than, you know, a week or two weeks. And I, doesn't that matter, Guru, also on, you know, people's in, in different environments? I don't know what all goes into it. Uh, nutrition, uh, growth style, are you hydro? Are you in a cocoa? Or are you in a living soil bed? I think all these factors probably come together. Also, uh, your type of light you're using, a spectrum to determine a different flowering end time. Ep no. Epigenetics are a thing. An environment can express uh, change the expression of genetics in plants. So yeah, most definitely. It could. Man, you got the epigenetics um, thing down to uh, you know one line now, right? Environment can change <laughs> the genetics of a plant. Yep. I like it. Um, yeah. So, and uh, like you said, Scotty, the beginning to back up, everybody should have a loop, uh, 30 to 60 times loop with a little LED on it. 
Uh, even with 30 times magnification, you can typically you have a good eye, see trikes, color, you know, if they're changing 60 times, it'd be a little better to look at different things. I the digital ones, I'm looking. I personally prefer a one-to-one replication in full macro with a camera, and then you can like take the picture and then like oh, look on. at it and zoom in and be like, all right, cool, I'm good. It's harvest day. You can buy fifty how much for like a hundred bucks on Wish.com, and then you can just lose them forever. It's great. <laughs> I'm down to three. Um, all right, thanks. A real B. Real B says aloha. Mahalo, um, right on over on one of the islands, and always trying to make my Hawaiian uh ddc friends i think i'm going to maui in march anybody over there what's up ddc maui what you got let's do this i was reading i got sucked into this <laughs> nice you'll get somebody you will <clears throat> i was reading this thing and I, like i said it was clickbait i got sucked into it and it was like the world's richest people and their wives and one of them i think it was steve Wynn, the vegas guy uh he owns 97 percent of lanai like a pretty damn big island in hawaii Maybe I might have it wrong, but one of those guys, 97% of an island with a whole shitload of people in it, it's fucking weird. You know what I just off subject was thinking about like the type of um, souvenirs people get when they go places. And I, I'm sure I've done this, and I mean, I, but I don't like it anymore. When you go visit somewhere and then like you come back and I have a shirt. that says like Maui on it, like geographical souvenir shirts. So like, I don't know. Not my uh, just making sure, man. Wait, you know the funniest people are the people that just whenever they go somewhere, they get a hard rock cafe t-shirt from no. wherever they went. No, the funniest people are the ones that wherever they go somewhere, they get a tattoo. No? Hey. Nobody knows song. people like that, man. I do. I went on vacation, <laughs> I got his tattoo, you know. They don't who, have to talk Who like wants that to go too. on vacation and get a tattoo and then you can't get in a pool for six weeks? Is that what it is after yeah. a tattoo? Yeah, you can't go swimming or get it wet or anything. So I've like, seen that before, yeah. Ruin your vacation. Can't <laughs> yeah. get in the fucking hot tub anymore. Anyway, what do I know, man? Uh, all right, so moving on, we got a couple more Grow Talk questions. What's going on in our grow? I got uh, hooking it up with Real Growers, realgrowers.com. Hey. Get your recharge, get your grow dots, get up in Canada. You guys are Canadian growers. Dudesworld.ca.com not only gets you recharge grow dots and i genetics if you guys want to get oh, some and quick quick Jeff, correction it is just dudesworld.ca not dudesworld.ca.com just i'm rolling hot thanks you. Guru. thank <laughs> wow. you i'm uh, a little caffeinated up and loving the herb <laughs> that was a weird connect i put a ca and a dot com i like it well that's you <clears throat> um you are man you're canadian and american bro you know, if you have been listening to the show. You know, we love microbes. My grow career started off completely sterile um, using hydrogen peroxide and GH3 part and, and deep water culture and battling root rot from time to time. And, yep. you know, changing. And the first thing that came my way was a mycorrhizal, mycorrhizae. I used to have a shirt that said mycorrhizal. Uh, and and, and learn from there about not only. Yeah, mycorrhizae is a coating that coats the roots, makes the roots thicker, gives them more points of absorption, and uh, keeps it so that the bacteria and fungi can't penetrate, man. There's that layer. There's that fungal layer there, man. And also the microbes in general, I was intimidated because I would think, hey, unless I'm an organic, no-till, whatever, these don't pair. Don't think if you guys are out there using a bottled line or you're using a JAX321 or whatever, you can be a synganic I got to coin that term still. Let's synthetic and organic grower. 
and introduce microbes into different medias, and they will break down. Mineralize is mineralize the proper terminology. Um, mineralize. No, they are minerals, but they're going to. I don't know. No, what the, the microbes. Mike said, "Will the microbes mineralize?" mineralize. No, they're, they'll Not digest the them. I think. I think they'll di- digest and deliver them to the uh, uh, to the plant. Yeah, making your, your your nutrients more plant available. Yeah, I think I'm too uh, stoned so, to do a good recharge commercial, dude. Cover me. That's all right. I will suggest also <laughs> if that was not good enough. There's a ton to learn on dudegrows.com, guys. Search recharge in that search bar. You can see how the DDC growers have been using it for years. Uh, and yeah, realgrowers.com, dudesworld.ca only. And we'll hook you up. Yes. Good job, dude. Thanks for covering, man. CO2 during flush posted by Bud Grower 10. Okay. I'm going to concentrate on this one, dude. Hi, dude. Scott and Guru. Thanks for continuing to bring grow advice to the DDC. You're welcome. And I have learned so much in the last two years. I've followed you. Awesome. That's the goal. All learning here. I'm running CO2 in my garden for the first time. And I wanted to ask if you need to continue adding it in the last two weeks of flower. Unfortunately, I'm not totally sealed. I'm in the grow room, so I've gone through a few more canisters than I should have, keeping the PPMs around 1,000. So right then and there, I'm going to tell you, if you're going through too much CO2, bring that PPM down to 700. You don't need to, I mean, you're going to still be almost doubling ambient. You don't need to be at 1,000, and it's going to work great for your grow. Um, It says, I want to reduce the temperature, and the only way I can do this is by extracting more air, air frequently, but that will just waste what I'm adding as far as CO2. So far, my plants are loving the extra CO2, but if I could stop adding now, I don't have to buy any more for this grow. What do you think? So uh, <laughs> CO2 is for building plant material, right? <clears throat> Guru, is it necessarily for trichome development? No, realistically, you don't need to be using CO2 the last couple of weeks of the plant's life. Like, Yeah, that's when, where I'm leaning towards. If you're still flushing when you go to flush or when you're dropping your EC, just go ahead and cut the CO2 out too. Yeah, I'm thinking it's for building plant material, you know, getting those big fat flowers. That's when, by the way, if you use like three times ambient or four times ambient CO2, you build beastly plants, man. 12, I'd say 1,200, 11, 1,200. If you're looking for a super high performance garden, I think that's a good spot. Run a sealed room when you do that. doesn't cost that much. Jason H. Chiming in. Um, thanks again, Maestro. Says, Bud Grower 10. I like to cut my CO2 after the plant is stretching about the fourth week of flower. So CO2 will help with growth, but I never noticed any big change in growth from not using it in flower or, or to using it after week four in flower. Of course, I do not run a sealed room either, but I never got bigger buds is what I meant for running CO2. I definitely got better, quicker growth in like vertical and bushing out, but not bigger buds. So uh, kind of what you guys were just saying, Jason H. chiming in. And depending on how expensive and easy it is for Hang you on. to supplement. Look how yeah. happy Jason looks, man. He's in his garden. He's got a huge <laughs> fucking buds behind him. And he's just happy. Shout out to you, Jason. When is my, how do you think about Maestro's look? Well, he's the opposite. Look at that. And they're like total. <laughs> oh, all right. Maestro's a happy oh. dude, man. He's always got a big smile on his face. Um. If you have an easy way, 20-pound CO2 tank is the most common thing. They can be heavy when they're full. If you have any disabilities or, you know, fumbling with that thing. But if you're willing to enable and they're cheap, like your way to grow is seven or eight bucks or something to change it out, 
then run your CO two up there. No worries. That's an anomaly, though. That's an anomaly. They're twenty bucks everywhere else, and that's expensive, man. I have three of those things. I go refill them, sixty bucks. Thank you know I'm getting a bargain away to grow. But if I got three for sixty bucks, and then I'm running not a sealed room, dude, that's expensive. My room's sealed like a refrigerator, so for me that shit lasts a long time. All right, let's go to, we got what's going on Grows. I'm going to shout out to Pros List, dogrows.com forward slash pros. Got New Millennium, yo. New Millennium is going to be at the DGC Cup. You guys want to come, hang out, get some, uh, I'm sure they're going to have plenty of hookups for you there, uh, such as I would ask, I would go to the New Millennium tent and say, what's up, Jaron? Dude said you have winter frost for me. Just do it. Let's see what happens. I don't know. Check it out. But winter frost is one of their favorite products of mine. (laughs) <laughs> it is one of their favorite products of mine as far as <clears throat> finishing your grow um, and maybe you're growing different varieties or helping plants enter into senescence if they're going too long. I know uh, Michigan Matt uh, and the commercial grow scale uses this stuff and he is very thorough. Like whatever he's using, he's using for a very good reason because when you're growing commercially, you have to be able to justify to investors or whoever's money. Why are we using this product? What are you seeing with it? What is it doing for us? Um, and really digs on it as well. So guys, winter frost, new millennium nutrients.com, which you'll never know how to spell. I <laughs> <laughs> just yell it into your phone. All right. Yes. Or tell your local grow store uh, as well. They have a complete nutrient line. Another cool product we'll talk about again um, is uh, what's the one that brings you uh, right into decision. Uh, uh, Decision, decision thank it's you. called yeah but just stuff like that you don't have to use it you can all right you don't have to use the whole line i uh, can just use winter frost with whatever else you're using the decision i believe you use it once buy a small bottle of it because i believe you use it once on day one of flowering which is pretty fucking powerful as well and per, per a new mill site here they call uh, winter frost an ideal ripening solution made to accentuate terpene production and recycle the last remaining energy left in the plant toward bulking fruit development the winter like effects can be seen through exuberant oil production and immense purple red and burgundy coloration shifts obviously that is going to be some strain dependent things you're not going to see that with all flower but i do like the description Jared's um, probably like so, yeah, nobody cool. really reads back down that far anyhow <laughs> <laughs> uh right let's no, take it to argos i can start off with my auto seeds i got eight soaking i'm doing eight autos i don't know how long i'm going to do them inside versus outside i'm just going to grow them inside here until it gets too hot outside to where it makes my inside tent hot and since they're autos i can just take them out and then they can finish outside under the sun no problem i'm going to do three gallon containers um and also the seed soak will be for 24 hours you can do your seed soak guys in just any good water you know i'm I'm sure as far as as long as it's not got some crazy shit in it but typically any tap water is fairly good for 24 hour seed soak some people like ro water or like to use a distilled water but i don't know guru can you think of any reason as far as just your seed soak you should be concerned about water quality off the tap i mean any decent water would work for this any decent water should work just fine because yeah you don't even have a plant yet you're just letting the seed know hey it's something we got to do some shit now's the time i feel some water typically within that 24 hours you can see a little seed crack coming but then i'm going to go to the paper towel method soak them in there put them in a little tupperware moist the paper towel check on them twice daily and yeah questions 
I probably avoid, no, this is my body language. This is my Scottish oh. interruptus body language. Um, I would avoid stuff with a shitload of chlorine. You go on the Florida, you can fucking taste that chlorine in there. <laughs> Why not? You know, take a couple of capfuls of bottled water. What's the fucking difference, you know? I will take your challenge on that as far as uh, not challenge, touche, because, uh, yeah, we do not want to have at that level any little good microbes around and things. You like to do a little re- a little recharge dust on your seedlings or in the water, right? Even just to yes. put up a no vacancy. I don't soak the seeds. I will take them and put them in a really wet paper towel and then put that in a Ziploc bag and come back. Oh, take a little bit of recharge, but tiny little bit, like literally uh, a half a gram or something like that. Mix it into a cup of water, put it in there. And they come back like the next day. Usually they sprout maybe two days. But when they, the idea, just like we were talking about mycorrhizae and having being a having it be a root coating man you want to get that if you can get that root coating on as soon as that uh, seed is uh breaks you know breaks the husk everything it just as fast as that roots grow the coating can grow on it so it just makes it to where it's inoculated from the start it's protected from the start and that shit's powerful i also received some seeds in the mail shut up thank you alex uh mismatched genetics uh, a couple of vials in here. One's labeled auto and it's a cross. And the other one's labeled BBB crossed with three and crossed with BBMM. So I just didn't know if they're feminized or what. So I wonder if Alex, if you're listening, hit me up. I'm sure we had a conversation um, and you told me what I needed to know. But you know what it is. Sometimes when you're receiving things in the mail, you got to have just a little more info for me. So I know what I'm planting. Yes. Yeah, that is... That's code right there, right? You know, All the other busted. autos are from, from DDC too. So it's pretty sweet to share and see. It's loving it. So going to get them going here. And by the next Grow Talk, you should have some updates. Um, by no means are we an auto pro show. Um, I have no experience growing autos officially yet. So excited to do it. Man, I've grown a few and they're remarkably easy. Uh, yeah, cool stuff. I'd actually like to get my hands on some feminized autos. Guru, do we have any in the vault, sir? Feminized autos? I, think, I don't. I don't want to grow regular so. autos, man. We gotta. We gotta ask Warehouse Kyle. He's okay. the keeper of the seeds. I think we yeah. do have some ganja farmer. Uh, yeah, yeah. Get hold of Warehouse Kyle, the seed manager. Deal. <laughs> um, y'all, y'all in your grow, Scotty? Anything? I know Guru's still just finishing off some veggie starts. Got to get a new light in your four by three. Kind of just laying low for a minute. All good. Right. I got a nice veg yeah. going. I I got uh, my my real veg going which uh i'm experimenting with just different strengths of of dots and then i just got my normal whatever it is 75 grams per five dot or for five gal just a regular uh, dots going on i think i got six of those they're looking good um just gonna i'm not doing the perpetual with it now just i don't need that much weed so i'm just gonna grow these things and veg and flip them uh, they're looking good flip. yeah they're looking good i might grow them a little big we'll see i guess i don't need to grow them big for the first time I need some more grow documentation, man. You're going to have to get some pictures and maybe a video or two. I guess you IG when you're in the grow sometimes. Yeah, I do actually, man. I've actually just been going in there and chilling, almost like a little little hangout spot. You know, I go out there at night and I'll smoke a joint. I'll just kind of hang out and uh, it's, pre- it's pretty peaceful, man. It's nice. There's not that much to do. I'll sprinkle them with a two-gallon bucket of recharge, so there's not that much to do. I don't know. 
Well, I'm going to get ready to do some shout outs here. If everybody had a good time, andrewgrows.com forward slash support, DGCcup.com, July 30th. If you guys haven't got your tickets yet, want to come out and enjoy the dank, some DGC. We got a, two, a food truck, and then I don't know if it was Banner. We got the icy truck thing. The, uh, oh, fuck yeah, man. We got Kona Ice coming. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 there you go. Oh, hell yeah. I'm there. But DDC Produces, I want to shout you out for helping produce this show. Don't forget to message me over on Patreon if you need to get a hold of me or if you have Grow Talk for the show or if you have anything you want to help build the show. That's why you're a producer. We started off with Seeking Stank and Fargo Packs. Thank you very much. Nothing desperately seeking stank. Come on, that's awesome. Go smell my finger. And growing boxes. I wonder why. Smell my fingers. Not just one. Uh, Mort- <laughs> Mortifier, right? What's up, Mortifier? And hey, Mr. J. Hey, don't forget Double D. Pass that shit. Don't forget the amazing Thunderlips and Good. Grumpy Grassle. How's it growing? And Scotty and Guru, thank you very much. Peace out. Stay higher, my friends. Until next time, I know I am. And uh, take it easy. Hey, there is a dude. Some people love to blaze up the tank. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss man says to take a little break, that means 